Pull those belts tight, put on your helmet and grab a gear. It's time for another high-speed episode of Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness, powered by mycomputercareer.edu. Training for a better life. Let's throw the green and send it to the hosts in the studio. And welcome to Race Chaser Media's Motorsports Madness. We are back for another week, and we have got a great show planned for tonight. Our special guest a little later on, scheduled to be Tyler Reddick. We're going to try to catch him in between everything else that he's got going on at Bristol Motor Speedway, but we should have Tyler Reddick, of course, uh, one of the drivers who is a factor right now in the NASCAR Xfinity Series points battle. And so we're looking forward to that. And, of course, we're going to have a whole litany of things to talk about. My name is Tom Baker. Joining me in our new studios at WSIC. Sparkly clean. Yes, in uh, Statesville, North Carolina, is Randy Miller. And we've got uh, James Mellick doing the production duties quite capably here making our uh, TV debut here been, in the Charlotte market, as well as uh, being on radio. It's been a busy news day today. There's yeah, been a lot has. going on. It, it definitely has. Likewise. A lot of stuff uh, going on today. Of course, we'll uh, talk about uh, the plane crash that uh, happened with Dale Jr. Uh, and update everybody on what the latest is with that. The good news is nobody seriously hurt, uh, so that was great. Um, and, of, of course, also uh, a, a driver announcement for next year with uh, Levine Family Racing announcing that Matt DiBenedetto will not be in the 95 in 2020. Uh, so we'll talk about that as well. And we've had some on-track action at Bristol, actually. As we're doing this show now, uh, as we start this show live, the NASCAR k and Pro Series East is on track racing their event uh and then we've got uh the truck race a little bit later on so we'll keep you updated on all of that here uh but uh we got to get ready to take a break here of course this show brought to you by mycomputercareer.edu and it will tell you more about the folks at my computer career it is training for a better life and you can visit them on the web at mycomputercareer.edu. We will step aside, and when we come back, we'll get into it. Motorsports Madness returns right after this. You own a performance car, and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your street car on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Green light. Hey, girl. School zone. I'm getting hungry. Car changing lanes. You want to meet me for pizza? Stop sign. Intersection clear. Yeah, street. Pizza sounds good. 
Ballin Street? Girlin Street! <gasps> it's hard to concentrate on two things at once, like texting and driving. Stop the text, stop the wrecks. How will you stop texting and driving? Tell us at stoptextstoprex.org. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. Hi, this is Ross Chastain. You're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now, back to the show. I like that. Welcome back to the Motorsports Madness show as we continue here. And we are excited about uh, this program tonight. A lot going on. And, of course, this being our first time on TV in Charlotte as well, live TV in the Charlotte, North Carolina market. We should apologize in advance. W- yeah, exactly. <laughs> WSIC uh, TV 25.2 in Charlotte is the uh, the station, and we're excited about that. And, of course, uh, everywhere we've been, we still are. Uh, we just added television to the mix here. We've got this brand-new studio. Tom Baker, Randy Miller, and uh, behind the... Uh, big old board over here is our producer who is doing a great job, James Mellick. And you know what? This has been an interesting day. I feel like we ought to uh, begin with uh, probably the biggest news of the day, even though, thankfully, it is not the the kind of news it could have been. Yes. Uh, let's we could be talking about way. a very different news story. Yes. Right now. Uh, Dale Hart Jr., his wife, Amy, and... Uh, their young daughter were uh, involved in a plane crash uh, in Bristol today. The uh, The plane went down. Um, it, it rolled off the end of the runway and caught fire after it landed at the Elizabethton Municipal Airport in uh, Bristol today. Just after 3.30, the two pilots were also on board. The good news is everybody's okay. Thank God. Um, The pictures could have, uh, the pictures Mm. could have told a much different story, but thankfully everybody was okay. Um, Nothing serious for any of the folks involved. And when um, I look at those pictures, it, it, I don't know how anybody could, you know, not 
not be seriously injured from the looks of those the, the looks of that plane after that. Yeah. Uh, you know the the chart remains of that plane at the end of that runway, but the the pictures are eminently similar to what happened with Junior when he crashed that Corvette um, several years ago. It was yeah. Sonoma or wherever it was, and, 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 you know, escaped serious injury. His guardian angels are working overtime for him. Yes, absolutely. And, and yep. definitely, you know, could be talking about a much different situation, but thank God that they're all okay, and, and you know, Junior is going to hopefully be okay this weekend. I mean, if I was NBC, I'd give him the weekend off, but I know that's not Junior. Well, that's NBC not how made I, I My gut feeling would tell me that as long as Junior is physically able – which we assume he will be, right. but as uh, long as he's able, he'll he'll uh, he'll be there, even if he maybe isn't there tonight or tomorrow or whatever. He'll right. be there for the weekend. I would think Junior wouldn't want to miss if he didn't have to. I guess um, the best medicine is just to you know get back and do it. Yeah, yep. get back on the saddle yeah. and you know ride again. So yep. I guess that's it's, the best uh, thing to do. Yeah, but. definitely great news there. Mm-hmm. So uh, we won't belabor that too much because the good news is everybody's okay. So we move on to the next news story, which is that uh, Matt DiBenedetto announced uh, that he is not returning to the LFR 95 Toyota in the Cup Series in 2020. Um, This apparently uh, was broken to him on Tuesday, which would have been two days ago as we record the show. And um, he made the announcement to the team today. And so we know that Matt is not coming back to the 95. We do not know who the driver of the 95 is going to be in 2020. But we know who the driver of the 95 is going to be in 2020, exactly. right? I mean, did, is there any doubt in your mind, Randy, that it's not going to be Christopher Bell? There isn't, but there should be. And I only say that because, look, I've everyone that, that listens to the show or now watches the show, hi, everyone, um, knows that we... Uh, uh, how good of a friends I am with Matt and with Christopher Bell because I've I've known Christopher Bell most of his young life. Yeah, and and I I love both of these guys to death. And it's I'm torn between wanting to see Matt DiBenedetto do for the team what I know he wants to do, which is win, and having Christopher Bell come on board. Which I mean, we all know that that was the inevitable. We knew Christopher Bell was going to become a Cup driver sooner or later. We thought maybe it was going to be 2021, but it yeah. looks like it's going to be 2020. Although it's Air quotes, not official yet, but it will be pretty soon. But f- for Matt, I mean, God, I can't help but just feel, you know, feel bad for him. I mean, he, you know, he spent his whole career being the underdog and constantly having to prove himself in every single ride he's gotten. And he's done exactly what he's wanting to do and what he said he was going to do in every single ride he's been in. And now he's looking at potentially not having a ride. But I've had a couple people actually kind of enlightened me today with the idea that Matt's going to run the Xfinity race tomorrow night in the 18 car for Gibbs. And a lot of people have asked me, is there a possibility that maybe Matt gets that right and him and Christopher essentially just switch cars? Um, essentially lowering his, his, uh, his series but not really getting a demotion, more of a promotion if you ask me because it's a better quality ride in a lower series. I, would, I don't know. I mean, we don't know what that may lead to it would be interesting if that was what was going on behind the scenes more than likely it would be the 20 car next year not the 18 but yeah um him and chris would essentially just switch you know there have been some rumors out there about maybe Stuart haas in some way or Mm -hmm. um you know perhaps a, a a truck series uh ride of some sort um i know that matt's not going to 
give up. Right. I mean, he's not going to quit searching. And I believe that Matt has done enough. He's he's done enough in the 95, I think, mm-hmm. to elevate that team to the status that it is right now. Oh, yeah. um, and I think that with what he's accomplished there, and as long as he continues to trend even slightly upward, mm-hmm. I think that uh, there would be some good looks for Matt uh, in the coming. We know that there's going to be a ride open at Furniture Row, uh, not Furniture Row, Front Row mm-hmm. Motorsports uh, for 2020 because the other news of the week is that David Reagan has announced his pending retirement mm-hmm. as of the end of 2019. So this is his last season. So we know that uh, that car uh, is going to be open now, whether Front Row might decide to just step back to two or they stay at three and bring in another driver. There could be an opportunity for Matt there, right. but I'd like to see Matt get a shot in some cup equipment that could actually win races. I know because... that Matt recently followed IK9 on Twitter. Not that that means anything, <laughs> but I mean, I know how well, social media plays into yeah. everything these days. And I know there was like this huge firestorm whenever it happened because it's like you know, I got the notification because it was like because Matt and I follow each other on Facebook. So he posted or I guess I got a notification saying that he now follows IK9. And I'm hmm. Well, that's that was that so. was more news that happened since the last time we were live right. because we've uh, we've been in sort of best of form for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. while we've made the transition to our new crib here in Statesville. But um the uh, IK9 situation with uh, Jeffrey Earnhardt, Jeffrey Earnhardt right. is no more. So uh, supposedly Jeffrey breaking it off with the sponsor. Um, again, you can make of that what you will because uh, most people have been. <laughs> it's unusual that a driver would fire a sponsor. So we don't know right. what all the backstory is there. So maybe Matt DiBenedetto following IK9 isn't such a coincidence. Who knows? I just want to I'm, – I'm grasping at straws here because I want to see Matt succeed. I do too. And I know that, especially this year, he's proven that he can be even, even a mediocre – Yep. Not to say that LFR is mediocre equipment. It's not. It's, it's you know, as best of, of equipment as you can get for a satellite team. But obviously he's not getting the best of the Gibbs equipment that's going to the other four drivers. But – being able to do something with nothing or essentially with little is what makes you a great driver. And it, it irritates me that everybody's jumping on the Chris Bell, Christopher Bell bandwagon because he's going to be the hottest thing in NASCAR. Right. But just because you're coming over here doesn't mean you're going to succeed right off the bat. You're not going to succeed right off the bat. I don't care who you are. Chris, may, may, Tony Stewart maybe. But, I mean, he's gonna he's in the same category as the – Casey Kane's and the the Kyle Larson's of the world who've come over from the Sprint Car Series and made a name for themselves. And he will make a name for himself, but it's not going to be next year. And why would you kick a guy who's doing everything he can to help you and everything he can to be the best driver he can be to the curve for somebody who's the the greener grass? I will answer that by saying it's the same approach. They brought Eric Jones up, put him with the farm team, and let him kind of get used to things for a year and cut his teeth with the 77 under the radar, and then he went into the car he's in now, and, and you can see what's happened since then. I think Chris Bell, uh, that's what they're doing as well, um, in the farm team for a year, and then he'll elevate up to one of the house cars, and we can figure out who's going to leave later. Okay, more of Motorsports Madness after this. 
Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels, new to intermediate, to get sideways and smoking. With a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively, Summit Point Motorsports Park's Drift Nirvana is just the thing for you. Call for your reservation today, 304-725-8444. Or for more information, go online, summitpoint-raceway.com, or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com. Drift Nirvana, getting you sideways the right way. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schrope Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. What an awesome game. What's up with your car? I don't know. It won't start. How are we getting home? Chill. My parents signed me up for the roadside assistance from Lewis Meineke. It was free with my oil change. They'd come and get the car started or get us home and tow the car to the shop. Good to know. With my driving, my parents never know what to expect. When you join the Meineke Car Care Club with a $35 preferred service, you get four free months of roadside assistance, including tire change, battery jump, lockout service, towing, and more. Contact Lewis Meineke located on Route 1 or call 827-2054. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Hey, this is Reed Wilson, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Hey, welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, training for a better life. I picture, you, a, I picture a banjo whenever he's that's funny. Yeah. I don't know why. Like him, <laughs> him literally playing a banjo. I don't, Reed, I don't know Reed could probably play banjo. Reed he is a pretty could. good musician. He, Not many people know about that, but Reed is a multi. We're going to get him in the studio musician. and make him bring a banjo. Yeah, he uh, he taught himself drums and guitar, and he's written some lyrics. And Reed yeah. is uh, it's kind of like a sideline little passion of of Reed's that uh, he's had for a while. So, anyways, uh, we are happy to be back on Motorsports Madness here on WSIC TV and uh, other platforms throughout the world, and we've got. Um, some some news here. 
Breaking news, as Jacob would say if he were here, but he's not because he's at Bristol. And that's where the breaking news is coming from. The Bush Beans 150 for the Canon Pro East Series is now over. And the winner for the second time at Bristol this year in the Canon Series is Slammin' Sam Mayer uh, out of the Midwest. Uh, yeah, Sam, uh, Sam and Chase Cabry got together on lap one. And Chase ended up in the fence, and uh, Sam ended up coming back, getting the lead again, and uh, about a half straightaway win over Ty Gibbs. Um, Ruben Garcia finished in third, Mason Diaz was fourth, and Spencer Davis fifth, so a good win for Sam Mayer at um, Bristol in the k Series. Next up will be the Truck Series. Uh, and that will be just uh, coming up here in a little while. So you said he won by half a straightaway, right? Half a straightaway. So that's about the distance between me to James right now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Bristol. Well, if we're yeah, well, I don't know. It, but Bristol may be a little bigger than that. About the size of the studio. If we were at somewhere like Lee USA Speedway in uh, New Hampshire, the little bullringer or Sta Speedway uh, in Epic, New Hampshire, then maybe that would be a half a straightaway. But uh, it's interesting that Chase and Sam got together on lap one because if, if you guys who who have been listening to our show for a long time know that Chase was on our show about uh, like what three weeks ago, four weeks ago, yeah. something like that. And pretty much said he was going to take Sam out. So well, I mean, it was not in so many words. He it, didn't it was, say that, but that doesn't appear to be mm. what happened. Uh, we don't okay. know if the opposite happened, but okay. the end, the one that ended up out was was Chase. He backed it into the fence. So uh, not sure what happened there because we didn't see it. But uh, they got together and they. Uh, are the two fighting for the championship. So Sam gained significant ground on Chase in that scenario, getting the win again for uh, GMS Racing. So uh, Sam definitely got Bristol down for sure. So, um, okay, so we continue to talk about NASCAR here as we go through this segment. And uh, we were discussing all of the silly season goings on, and we started to talk about Jeffrey Earnhardt um, he and sponsor IK9 splitting, which leaves that s- whole situation with IK9 and Joe Gibbs Racing and the 81 team somewhat in, I guess, peril. Yep. Uh, we don't know where, um, you know, that uh, that's going to go. Um, apparently, uh, just again, just in from Bristol, we'll go back for a moment. Uh, this quote from Chase Cabry. Um, to Sam Mayer's crew chief as uh, Marty Lindley walked by. Chase Cabry says, chicken blank, Marty. And mm. that's it. So It already has begun at Bristol. Yes. We're not even a whole day into yes. Bristol's competition. Yes, the okay. first race out at Bristol this weekend. And Lovely. Somebody's upset with somebody else. But Shocking. Keep in, keep in mind that the, the truck race, which is coming up in about what, like an hour and a half or so, was the first race of their playoffs. Yeah. So the fireworks are about to get a little bit brighter. Yeah, it's going to be <laughs> in Bristol. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, yes. But uh, yes, James. That's part of some short track racing right there. Yes. Well, it doesn't matter what yes. series it is, you know, K&N, Cup, doesn't matter. Short it's track the last racing, right? Great Coliseum at Bristol, right? So uh, the gladiators are uh, in competition. As Can we... you imagine what that track is going to be like next year when that's the cutoff race to the playoffs yeah. instead of the actual beginning of the – oh, my Lord. Yeah. That's going to be insane. Crazy. Insane. Yeah. Love it. So uh, we get back to the discussion about uh, the whole situation with IK9. It's, it's always interesting when you have these sorts of things with sponsors and drivers, but I think this one particularly – 
bothersome to a lot of fans because Jeffrey Earnhardt was very popular. And mm-hmm. uh, really, um, you know, I think the the sentiment is definitely in Jeffrey's favor. The problem is none of us really know what happened there. Right. None exactly. of us know the facts of, of what went on. And, you know, I sort of tend to think in these situations that there's always more to it than meets the eye. Um, IK9 stayed on the car this past weekend. Um, of course, different driver for um, Mid-Ohio. Uh, and we don't know what's going to happen going forward. So nope. I guess we'll have to wait and see on that. But Jeffrey Earnhardt, at least for the moment, also out of a ride. Um, and we talked earlier, mentioned about David Reagan announcing his retirement. You know, I I don't mean this in a bad way, Randy. I'm just saying I'm not surprised. No, I'm not. I sort of expected that... You know, this year or at least by next year, David probably would uh, step out. He's been racing for a long time. And you know what? David's another driver who gets the most out of everything he drives. And he's a very good short track racer. He's a very good intermediate track racer. David is a is is a racer who really worked hard his entire career. He's been great with sponsors. Um, you know, I think David will be remembered as a driver who never really got into the middle of a lot of controversy. You know, he was always a a very smart driver. And, you know, I think David showed well for himself throughout his career. And, uh, you know, he's uh, I I, I think that uh, it's going to be interesting to see who would replace him if anyone does, at Front Row Motorsports next yeah, year. Yeah, if I was Front Row Motorsports, in all honesty, I, I think I would scale back the two cars. I mean, we've seen this year what it did for uh, for Roush, what it's done for um, RCR in the Xfinity Series program. Having too much of one thing is not always necessarily a great thing. And you're taking all of your resources and you're, you're basically spreading them out like peanut butter on a sandwich. Yeah. And when you scale back a little bit, you're able to take the best pieces from each of those teams and put them into either two cars or one car or whatever it is yeah. and make that car better and faster. Look what Ryan Newman has done this year with that six car. That six car has been essentially a dumpster fire for the last several years Yeah, because they've had so much going on at RCR at uh, Roush that they haven't been able to put all the, the, the pieces of the puzzle into one barn. And now they're able to do that with Newman and he's been faster because of it. So I feel like... Where there are plenty of drivers that need that ride for the sake of sponsorship, for dollars, for you know notoriety, and for the ability to sit back for a couple of years and go, okay, now we've got two cars, let's now add the third one back in. I feel like that's going to be the best solution to their situation. Well, I don't disagree with that. Um, although, again, a lot of this depends on sponsorship and maybe what a driver can bring to the table. Because if they can get a situation where a driver can bring a good sponsor, Mm -hmm. that could help to, you know, to elevate the team in general. Um, The Roush deal, I think, was, I really feel like the six team, they, it wasn't so much that I don't think they had enough resources or they were spreading resources too thin. That particular team, the leadership and management of that particular team, just wasn't doing what the 17 team was, you know, they, they, they were on their own program and it wasn't working at all. I mean, I don't think Trevor Bain, the entire time he was in that six car, I don't think Trevor Bain had a top 10 car consistently to race with. So um, they made some changes to the team and brought in Ryan Newman. And uh, of course, then on top of that, 
going to two cars uh, and and uh, folding the Xfinity Series team, I think made them more efficient and bringing over Graves from Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, Scott Graves is the crew chief. I think that's really helped. And, and I think this package also has favored the six car a little bit. Um, you know, they, I think it helped that everybody started with a clean slate this year with a new package and Ryan is definitely competitive and playoff eligible at the moment. So, um, I don't know where it'll all shake out, but I think that six team definitely should be, uh, lauded for their improvement this year. And at times I think that team has looked significantly better than Ricky Stenhouse's team, which I didn't think. You know, that would happen so quickly this right. year. But, you know, I do think as a whole, though, I think Roush is elevating, and that's good. It's good to see RFR starting to climb out of the the basement again and get, get back to being somewhat competitive. Yeah, Ryan Newman is a lot smarter than most people give him credit for. I mean, he's a rocket scientist, for God's sake. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he's able to tell the team a lot better and more accurately what he needs in the car as opposed to somebody who may not have that. Right. Accuracy among amongst them. So Yep. Yeah, Roush is getting back to the way he's back used to when they had that sixteen car with Biffle in the ninety nine with yes. Edwards. They were still a four car team then, but they still had two cars that were fast. Now they just mm-hmm. trimmed off the fat and got two fast drivers. Yeah, yeah well I mean and, you can essentially say that I guess. Well yeah, and, and I think there again, I think this is a, a different time and with this package being the first year for that, and we got one more year of this and then supposedly we have a new car. So it's going to be a whole different situation again in 2021 if the Gen 7 car comes out. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, we'll see where, where all that goes. But it's been certainly, a, a, I think, a very encouraging season to date for Roush Fenway Racing. And that six team particularly wouldn't surprise me if Ryan Newman squeaked into the playoffs. But uh, there's definitely some competition for that spot and I think that this weekend, Randy, uh, could change a lot of that depending on how Bristol shakes out. That's very true. And I know we're, up, we're coming up against a break, so when we come back, we'll talk about who might be in that car. Yeah, looking forward, forward to that. We'll have some discussion about uh, the playoffs, the playoff bracket here as we uh, continue with Motorsports Madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu. We will be back with more. And don't forget, we've got our special guest, Tyler Reddick. Coming up as well, Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu, continues right after this. Everywhere you go, you hear it, and you see it. It's coming at you through your phone, your tablet, and your computer. It's broadcast from your favorite radio station, TV networks, and cable companies. It's in the stadiums, the arenas, the ballparks. It screams for your attention at the mall. It's interactive on Main Street. It's even coming at you from the gas pump at the nearby convenience store. What is it? It's digital content. It's digital content. It's digital content. Somebody has to create it. Somebody has to manage it. So whether your dream is to write it, design it, create it, call it, produce it, voice it, host it, light it, shoot it, switch it, record it, color it, Correct it, edit it, code it, repurpose it, tweet it, blog it, post it, compress it, upload it, replay it, or make sure it gets to where it's got to go when it's got to get there in the format it's got to be in. You need to attend Carolina School of Broadcasting. The skills you will learn, the experience you will get, and the connections you will make at Carolina School of Broadcasting will open the doors to the career you want in digital content creation and digital content management. Call or come by today. Click csbradiotv.edu. Everyone knows Strutmasters is the suspension experts for luxury vehicles. And now we offer motorcycle products. 
Introducing Easy Rider Complete Motorcycle Air Suspension brought to you by Strutmasters.com. You can raise and lower your bike with the flip of a switch. Take those long rides with the ultimate comfort of Easy Rider Air Shocks. They're backed by Strutmasters and you won't believe the low price. Check out Easy Rider Motorcycle Air Suspension at Strutmasters.com. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speeds, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach. So call BSR today, 304-725-8444. Give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway. That's 304-725-8444. This is a test to find out if you know it all when it comes to children. Name one of the leading killers of U.S. children age 1 to 13. What's the best way to protect children in a car crash? At what age and size should a child start using a booster seat? Don't assume you know it all when it comes to car seats for your child. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat and know for sure. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Derek Krause, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness as we continue with uh, our conversation for the evening. And we've got Tyler Reddick coming up shortly. Looking forward to talking to him. Hopefully we can make uh, contact with him. He, uh, of course, at Bristol with everybody else and a lot going on. He's not like he's today. on so, Mars or something. Yeah. We're, um, we're going to make contact with Tyler Reddick. We'll and... make, uh, make, be able to catch him in between his uh, sponsor activities yes, up there. Yes. So uh, we, we do plan to have him on. Tom Baker with you. I've got Randy Miller next to me. And, of course, James Mellick is on the other side of the big board here in the WSIC TV studios in Statesville, North Carolina. And talking playoffs. 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 We're going to talk playoffs uh, for the Cup Series because uh, the bubble spot is pretty hotly contested right now if you uh, take a look at it, especially when you get to positions 15, 16, 17, and 18 in particular. Uh, Of course, 16 cars will make the playoffs. Uh, Eric Jones sitting in 14th place. He's... 269 off the lead, but uh, that's not the problem right now. I just threw that number out there so you could remember it. Brian Newman, 15th, he's 323 back, so about a 64-point lead, 54-point lead for Eric Jones over Ryan Newman. So as long as Eric does not have a really bad finish in the remainder of the regular season, uh, we would think that Eric would go ahead and make the playoffs. Ryan Newman, however, in 15th spot, is just 10 points ahead of Clint Boyer, 
who's in the bubble spot right now. And Boyer is only six points ahead of Daniel Suarez, who is the first driver out at the moment. And Boyer is only 12 points ahead of Jimmy Johnson, who's the second driver out. Wow. And so what, what, I, what I'm saying here is that the drivers to watch in this scenario are Newman, Boyer, Suarez, and Johnson. Unless Menard or Busher or Stenhouse win a race, they're probably not going to make the playoffs. That's, that, is, that is correct. And the way that Jimmy Johnson's season has gone the last couple of weeks is, I mean, I feel for the guy. Like, I, I just want him to win a race just so he can make the chase. Because I, I feel like once playoffs. he's... No playoffs. chase anymore. Not chase. Playoffs. We're not chasing anything. <laughs> chase is the driver of the nine. He needs to be chasing the checkered flag. Yeah. Is what he needs to be chasing. But, but of those do you guys, think, do you think Johnson makes the play? No, do you think I he do can not. make it in? I don't think he's going to make it in. You don't, unfortunately. No, I do not. I lo- the only way I see that maybe happening would be maybe if Cliff Daniels and him get on like a hot streak at the very very end, and he wins the final, the Brickyard would be the only race because that's the last race before the playoffs. Begin. So of the other three drivers, then Newman, Boyer, and Suarez who are just above Johnson in 15th, 16th, 17th, which two of those three, as of right now, would you put into the playoffs? Newman, Boyer, Suarez, which two out of those three? I would say I'm going to go obviously Ryan Newman because we just talked about how good of a car and how good of a team he's got this year. Okay. And he's more consistent than the other three guys are. But in my brain, when you say Clint Boyer, and, and I think him being a bubble driver, I think he's just going to like – have a couple, you know, like just chug a couple beers and go out on the racetrack and just knock everybody out of the way and, and you know, just to make the playoffs. But I know he would <laughs> never do that. But that sounds, to me, that's like a Clint Boyer thing. So I, I picture that happening. Well, the happening. beer part anyway. The I beer don't part, know yeah, not driving, out of the way. I'm not condoning driving intoxicated, part. by the way. I'm just saying, <laughs> if you know Clint Boyer, you know, he doesn't need a reason to party. Yeah. So, you know, and, and that would make, it would, I, to me, it would be motivation to make the chase, to make the party harder. When he makes it, so well, because there'd be a lot more beer involved when you make the chase than it would be if you didn't. I, yeah, I can't. Or playoffs. I, sorry. You know, it's interesting. So you're going to say Newman and Boyer, and you're saying, saying Suarez doesn't make it. Yes. Okay. That is correct. Suarez did just have his best finish of the season this past week. That's true. But in the top five, fourth yeah. place. Yeah. I. I mean, their teammates number one. So when I look at the tracks that are that are in front of them between, you know, when I look at the, what they've got ahead of them, I actually would honestly like Newman and Suarez. Um, I mean, Clint certainly is capable of running well at Bristol. We know that, but I just, I think Newman, Newman just seems to keep getting a little better and a little better and a little mm-hmm. better. It would not surprise me. I don't think Newman can win a race, um, but it wouldn't surprise me to see a top, be, be a top 10, like a, fifth through 10th race for Newman um, at Bristol this weekend. And it also wouldn't surprise me to see the same for Suarez. Um, You know, I think I would have to say right now, Newman and Suarez would be the ones that would get in, but it's so close. Um, I just feel like Jimmy Johnson is really beating himself more than anything else. I think, uh, I think Jimmy needs to stop worrying about, everything else and calm himself down. And he needs to get in back into his own head again and find seven time. Yeah. He needs to get in the car at Bristol this weekend, not even thinking about where he is in the playoffs and just, he needs to find that mental approach that seven time used to use and get that little swagger back 
because he's not that far out. He can make up what he's down, James, in a stage. Yeah, I agree. He can make up that in a stage. But I got a thing here I just want to ask you guys real yeah. quick. All three of those drivers you guys just mentioned, one is Boyer, drives a Ford. Yep. Suarez, Ford. Yep. And then you got Newman in a Ford. Yep. So you gave true. those three all Fords. Who are your favorites other than those in the Chevy camp, the Toyota camp? Who do you guys like who to, to get a win and get in out of those other, uh, other manufacturers? Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> Toughy there. I, I guess, my gosh, I— I don't know if I like any of these guys. I, you mean of the guys who haven't won? Yeah, like if they're not in the chase, a Toyota okay. or a okay. Chevy, not in the chase now. Who do you I, like with the best chances out of those camps to get in? Because those other three are all Fords. Who do you like I, out of those Boy, two? I don't know. I mean, I look at what's behind Jimmy Johnson. You got Paul Menard. I don't see Paul winning. You got Chris Busher. I don't see Chris winning. You got Stenhouse right now. I don't see him winning. Um, Austin Dillon, no. Matt DiBenedetto would be, I would probably cry if Matt won, but I just. So would he. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I just. He would probably be the only one. You got Dylan and Hemrick behind him. He would probably be the only one through 25th. De Benedetto that I would give an outside shot at a win to. I don't see anyone behind Jimmy Johnson in the uh, current point standings. I don't see any of them winning a race before the playoffs. The only other one underneath of them that catches my eye would be Ryan Priest, only because there's race, there's tracks coming up like Bristol that he's been on before, and I know that they, JTG Jordy has decent speed in their cars. They're yeah. not the fastest car on the racetrack, but we've seen in recent weeks how teams are – you know, taking silly putty and throwing it at the wall when it comes to pit stops and trying to get yeah. one over yeah. on the guys that are already in the chase. And they're they're making, you know, huge swings and, and taking stabs at, at doing things they wouldn't normally do to get that track position and potentially be up front for a win. And I feel like that's the kind of strategy you would need for a guy like Ryan Priest or for Chris Busher uh, to win for that team. So Of the guys who haven't won – regardless of their chase or their play. See, you got me doing it now. Regardless of their playoff status, um, there are several, actually, that we could talk about. Ryan Blaney being the highest one in the standings at the moment, zero wins, sitting in ninth. But you've got uh, William Byron in 11th, or sorry, Eric Amarola in 11th, William Byron in 12th, Larson in 13th, Jones in 14th. Uh, Newman in 15th and Boyer in 16th, all without a, a, a race win at this point. Of those drivers, which one d- would you believe we could see a win out of prior to the playoffs? Eric Jones. Jones and He's, he's busting off way too many top twos, top threes, top fours. He's done everything but win at this yeah. point. And now that I feel like the, the proverbial cat's going to get out of the bag eventually, he's going to stay at the 20 car, which thank God for that. Um, I feel like that's what's hindering that team is the, the, the unknown of what's going to happen so much. Uh, you know, mental things are always the case. I mean, you, can, you, you might be able to say that with Matt, too. You know, maybe he wasn't completely focused, although he didn't know until Tuesday that this was going to happen. So yeah. we'll see how that plays into effect this weekend because Bristol has essentially been his best track since he's, you know, since he's been with the 95 team. So I, I feel like that you know, now that things are starting to come together with Silly Season and, and Eric kind of knows that he's going to be back on the 20 car, now you can focus on the, on the car. You can focus on the team and focus on the you know getting into the the playoffs and I did it that time. I'm um, getting into the playoffs and and actually you're getting the win that you need in order to establish yourself with the rest of those guys that have already made see. It. I I can see I, looking just looking at Bristol, I could easily see William Byron walking mm-hmm. off with his first win. 
Um, William's a guy that I think has been making progress in leaps and bounds. Now, the results haven't necessarily always shown that in the last, say, five or six weeks. But, you know, he's had polls. He's been running in the top five and the top ten. I think William Byron could win this race at Bristol easily, uh, especially if he can get a front starting position. But I agree also that Eric Jones is, I think he's basically, I'd say, between Byron and Jones for getting a win before the playoffs of the guys that haven't won yet. And, of course, if that happens then it changes the whole playoff picture because now they've got to win. And so that's one less non-winner that's going to make the playoffs. So, you know, it changes the whole thing. And that's what's fun to me about this time of the year is you start talking about these scenarios where if a non-winner wins, now it adds more pressure to the other non-winners because you got less races in order to guarantee yourself a playoff berth with a win. Yeah, those guys are selling the lawn, you know, thinking that they're like a guy like Ryan Blaney, for instance. Ryan's kind of, you know, out there doing the best he can, hasn't I'm won a race. Shocked but he's that team hasn't won yet. Right. He's so high up in the point standings that he's not really worried about the win because yeah. he knows he's safe on points. But what happens if, you know, I mean, obviously he's, what, ninth in points? or Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, a lot more drivers are going to have to win for him to fall out. Right. But Look at look at the truck series, uh, for instance. You know, only eight, only eight guys made the playoffs this year in the cha- in the the truck series, and there were some guys that we thought, well, what if if you know X Y Z wins, they, even though they want to race, they're not going to be in the playoffs. That's which right. Is a crazy thing to think about, but luckily here we've had what, ten different drivers this season, which it didn't start out that way. It started out we thinking, okay, three drivers are going to completely dominate, or I guess two manufacturers were going to completely dominate the whole entire Cup series, and it wasn't until after the All-Star break, we actually had that string of, what, five straight weeks where we had a different yep. winner. And we had seven different winners in five weeks or seven weeks or something like that. So, I mean, it, it's been ultra-competitive this summer with different people visiting Victor Lane. But that is what I like as a race fan. I don't like to see the same people winning over and over and over again. I want to see the competitiveness. Because if yep. one guy gets competitive and everybody else starts to get in there, then it makes you be a better driver because you know you right. have to be on your A game or you're not going to win the race. Well, I agree. I mean, I... I think that this season has been far more competitive than a lot of the social media railbirds would mm-hmm. like to have us believe. I've enjoyed the racing this year, to be honest, at most of the tracks. Now, obviously, you're going to have those races where one driver just has the perfect race car and walks off with it. That's going to happen in any form of Chase racing. Elliott at Watkins Glen. Sure, that's a great <laughs> example, but... You know, by and large, and even then it wasn't, yeah, Chase led and pretty much dominated the day, but Martin Truex was right. in striking distance mm-hmm. at the end, and he he made Chase work for it. Um, and I, I believe that it's those guys that we see at the top of the standings, the Kyle Bushes, the Loganos, the Harvicks, the Truexes, Hamlins, those are the guys that I believe you're going to see really come to the forefront as we, you know, get down to the the end at Bristol, I think those are the guys we're going to be talking about for the most part over the weekend, and that just makes the chase, the playoff bottom uh, part, a whole lot better. Because if if those guys are up at the front, then we're talking about these guys mixing it up probably together in the middle of the field somewhere, and you know, it just keeps things tight at the bottom and gives us more to talk about as we uh, wind down the stretch before 
the playoffs start. Okay, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we have more of Race Chasers Motorsports Madness presented by mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. We'll be right back. When do you think of a plumber? Like most people, even if it's an emergency, you can be confident about who will arrive to help you. For quality and reliability, count on someone you can trust. Call on the plumbing services of Hague Quality Water of Maryland. Plumbing doesn't have to be an emergency. We handle all kinds of preventative maintenance, too. Hague Quality Water of Maryland is family-owned here in Annapolis since 1993. For a refreshing choice, call us at 888-84-WATER or visit us online. Here at Lewis Meineke, we're more than just your average car care center. Hey, it's Dave, your neighbor from Lewis Meineke. Whether you need an oil change, brakes, tires, or anything under the hood, we've got you covered. Take advantage of our free check engine light service as well. Yes, free. And don't forget about our free shuttle service. Never stress, we'll take care of the rest. On with life. Give us a call at Lewis Meineke, 302-827-2054. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science. It's my computer career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You could start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu. That's mycomputercareer.edu. Do you love the sound of high revving motors and the smell of burning rubber? Do you want to get your car sideways right at the ragged edge of control? If you've always wanted to try drifting or learn to improve your drifting skills, Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier motorsports facility, has the expert instructors and the specialized track to teach you how to drift and the skills necessary to drift competitively. From skid pad to open sessions, Summit Point Motorsports Park has the safe and open environment that allows drifters of all skill levels new to intermediate to get sideways and smoking with a focus on safety and the skill set necessary to drift competitively summit point motorsports parks drift nirvana is just the thing for you call for your reservation today 304-725-8444 or for more information go online summitpoint-raceway.com or you can email them at office at bsrinc.com drift nirvana getting you sideways the right way If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Tyler Ingram, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Motorsports Madness rolls on. As we continue with our very first show on WSIC-TV in Charlotte, we are super, super excited to be a part of the WSIC family now. And, uh, of course, WSIC with uh, the TV station in Charlotte, Channel 25.2, and also with uh, three radio signals, 100.7, 
105.9 and 1400 AM, all in the greater Lake Norman region of uh, North Carolina here, just uh, around the Charlotte, between Charlotte and Statesville. And so uh, we roll on with Motorsports Madness. So, so now you can put faces to voices, and I'm sorry in advance. Yes, exactly. We all got faces for radio. It's just how it is. Okay. Uh, look, here's the deal. Normally, Jacob Seelman is here and is a part of the show. Uh, and at least once per show, we have to reboot the kid. And here's how we do that. We have somebody here that uh, comes in from the outer banks. Uh, the outside, That means outside, by the way. And he just kind of hibernates out there until we call for him. Then he comes and reboots Jacob. He's a graduate of mycomputercareer.edu, training for a better life. And here's what he did. He got on My Computer Career's website. He took a free career evaluation and decided that he wanted to look at becoming an IT professional. So he talked with the folks at My Computer Career. He enrolled in the training. And about four months later, he walked out with... He was fully trained, and then he was able to get himself a job uh, as mycomputercareer.edu also works with hundreds of employers to place you when your training is finished and you're ready to go. But here's the good news. Even before you start, if you need financial aid, that's available if you qualify, and that includes, by the way, the GI Bill. So here's the deal. Just go to mycomputercareer.edu Take the free career evaluation test. If you would like to pursue the training, it's not rocket science. You don't have to be great in math or science to be successful at this. And there's over 2 million unfilled cybersecurity jobs right now in the U.S. MyComputerCareer.edu training for a better life. And we want to thank the folks at mycomputercareer.edu and their seven campuses across the country for being a part of our family. Show continues right after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. 
But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. I'm Casey Kane, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness, presented by MyComputerCareer.edu. We are getting set for our special guest for tonight. Hopefully we'll be able to uh, make this happen. We are looking forward in just a few minutes to talking to Tyler Reddick on the Strutmasters.com hotline. I want to thank all of the folks from strutmasters.com for being a part of our show and uh, also want to say a special nod to all of our uh, friends from HMS Motorsport, the leaders in motorsport safety. You can find them on the web at hmsmotorsport.com for all your driver racer safety needs. And they've also got radios, too. So if you need radios, you can get those through HMS Motorsport as well. Uh, we've got just about a minute and a half here. And... Um, of course, the KM Pro Series East race, if you weren't with us a little while ago, has concluded. And Sam Mayer has gotten his second win of the season at Bristol. He and Chase Cabry colliding on the opening lap, Chase ending up in the fence and then ending up on a stretcher going to the infield care center after the race. Uh, don't know exactly the situation there, but. Uh, possibly some sort of, uh, you know, heat exhaustion or more likely carbon monoxide, um, something uh, probably that he just needs to uh, sit down and um, get some oxygen. That's pretty common at Bristol. Yeah. Right? I mean, if, because well, it's like a, you know, like a giant bull ring. I think there was some damage to the car. Yeah, the, that's the, true. The, the padding on the too, inside, but... I think. Uh, so, yeah, the crush panels, I think, uh, mm-hmm. were damaged a little bit in the crash. So um, we, we uh, wish Chase well and congratulate Sam and GMS Racing on the victory of the truck series race also on the schedule for this evening as we tape on Thursday evening in our lab on Thursday evening. Um, so the, that'll be coming up. And I mean, it's Bristol baby and it's playoff time. That's right. That's right. The eight drivers that have made the playoffs are competing for the first win of the playoffs tonight. And uh, of course, you know, the sentimental favorites are obviously Ross Chastain and Tyler Ankrum because they are the, the underdogs going into the playoffs. Yep. So, they are the the two sentimental favorites of the uh, of the playoffs, but some some great drivers, uh, you know, all through that whole. Yeah, we'll uh, um, we'll talk eight. truck playoffs here right around the turn because uh, definitely some interesting scenarios in the truck series playoffs right now. More of Motorsports Madness presented by MyComputerCareer.edu right after this. 
You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444, Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. Motorsports Sales Professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. Is your job sucking the life out of you? Wake up. You can do something else. Information technology. I know what you're thinking, but I'm not a math and science person. No problem and no excuses. Because it's not rocket science, it's My Computer Career. Go to mycomputercareer.edu and take the free career evaluation today. You can start your new life as an IT pro in as little as four months. Mycomputercareer.edu, that's mycomputercareer.edu. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Reed Sorensen. Racing has been a part of me and my family for as long as I can remember. I had to make tough choices early on to get to the top. It took hard work and dedication. But it's those tough choices that help me prepare for challenges I would face as a cup driver. Make the right choices today and be ready for the challenges tomorrow. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hi, this is Spencer Boyd, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Spencer's got like the pop music background. He does. That's, uh, yeah, it's almost like an island theme. Yeah, it's kind of hip. Uh, maybe a little too hip for Spencer, but that's another story for another time. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Tom Baker and Randy Miller with you, along with uh, our producer, who jumps in every once in a while. His name is James Mellick, and uh, we're talking racing, and we're talking truck playoffs right now, and we're going to interrupt that before we even start, because... On the strutmasters.com hotline, we have an Xfinity series driver. We're going to have Tyler Reddick here momentarily. Hopefully, he'll call us back. Meantime, truck series playoffs starting tonight at Bristol. Now, I'm going to say this again. 
because you just got to really let that sink in. Truck Series playoffs starting tonight at Bristol. Yes. Yes. And uh, we'll talk about that. Let's uh, see if we can get Tyler Reddick on the air. Hello, Tyler. Are you there? Hey, how are you? Hey, we're doing good. Welcome to Motorsports Madness here on uh, WSIC and platforms across the world. We're on WSIC TV for the first time in Charlotte this evening. So uh, you're getting a bit uh, of an elevated distribution platform. So everybody in Charlotte is uh, watching this. We we just know it. Um, so we, we're glad to have you on the show. Okay, all I need to talk about really is the fact that it's Bristol. I don't think I need to say much else. Let's talk about uh, Bristol this coming weekend. And uh, I mean, this is just one of those tracks, right? Where you, how can you not like Bristol? Uh, I guess um, if you don't like racing, I guess you wouldn't <laughs> like Bristol because you can't get away from anybody at, at, at that racetrack. Uh, obviously, my, it's a half mile when you have 38 cars out there. There's people everywhere. Yeah. So you've just got to figure out a way to, to race good and get the traffic because you're always going to be in it. So that's just the name of the game. What's it like to race at Bristol in a series like the Xfinity Series from a driving standpoint? Because, I mean, obviously a lot of us grew up with short track racing and we we love the, the, the cup short tracks where you guys go to the short tracks and, and run tracks like Bristol. But it just seems like from a mental approach standpoint, there is almost no mental approach. It's just get out there and mix it up. Well, you know, you just try and, as best you can, come up with a, a setup in your car or a game plan or a strategy to where, you know, you can run the, the bottom of the racetrack but have the versatility to move to the middle and to the top to get around lap traffic. Because if you wait, sometimes these these lap cars can be off the pace to an extent where if you wait to pass them till the next straightaway and run behind them to the corner, your competition behind you can move up half a lane, move up, move up to the top lane and go around you. So you just have to be ready at the moment's notice to change up the line you've been running pretty much all night long. And that's just the name of the game. I think uh, in the spring, me and Cole Custer caught lap traffic in 13 laps. So it doesn't take long, and you're racing other cars for pretty much the rest of the night. That seems to be the story so far for much of this season. The big three, that's what everybody's talking about, you and Chris Bell and Cole Custer. And now here lately, Austin Sindrick has crept up and made it kind of big four. Justin Allgaier has been there as well. Uh, this has been one of the more competitive sort of dogfight back and forth seasons in Xfinity that I've seen in a while, Tyler. Uh, and it's got to be a lot of fun to, because it seems like you guys are constantly elevating each other's game every week. Well, absolutely. Um, it's been a blast for sure. I mean, unfortunately for, for our team, Christopher, and Cole kind of took off from us ever since our win in Michigan. And now Austin Cindric, uh doing a good job of catching up and, and, you know, Chase Briscoe getting the win he has. So, yeah, you know, they've been catching up to us here a little bit lately. But we have had good speed. Uh, and if we keep running top five like we have been the last month, things are going to fall our way. But uh, we just got to do what we can to get some more playoff points here before the playoffs start just to give ourselves a little added boost. We want to win the, the regular season championship as well and get those 15 extra bonuses play a point um but from there we want to obviously make it the homestead but we want to try and win some races while we're in the playoffs just to give ourselves another added point boost for the next round 
Yeah, I want to go back a little bit to uh, last off season. Uh, your decision to to leave Junior Motorsports, winning the championship, and then deciding to go over to RCR for the the 2019 season. Talk a little bit about that decision and what went into that decision, because I know a lot of people. Social media kind of blew everything up, and you know, basically were like, "What, what is he doing? Why would he leave Junior Motorsports and go to RCR?" So, talk a little bit about uh, that decision for you, and and kind of what went into deciding to go with RCR this season. Well, you know. As everyone knows in this sport, and it's different from from other forms of sports, is your decisions are often made for for the next year while you're about halfway through your current year. So, uh, you know, we at the time the decision was made, things weren't going great in our sport. We we had speed at times, but we weren't finishing the races, and we weren't performing to the level that we were expected to, or I expected myself to, um, and you know obviously we, we turned the corner and won the championship at the end of the year, but it, it just took me most of the year to figure it out. And it was, it's kind of a blessing in disguise. You know, I'm really happy. at Rich Childress racing. I love all the guys at junior motorsport, really good people over there. I love my number nine team and I, I still try and pull for them as much as I humanly possibly can, uh, over there this year. But, uh, you know, the fit at our stars has just been better. We just naturally been faster from, from week one to Daytona all the way back in February. And, Stats don't lie that, and you know it's just been a great year, and we're continuing to have fun with it, even even though we haven't won here recently. But we're still running good and tackling challenges that we set for ourselves, and and, and what I consider challenges for myself, which is these road courses here lately. So to go out and and do have those minor victories is hopefully going to get us back to victory lane here soon. Do you think? Uh, I mean, it, it always feels like to me when we go into Bristol at this point in the season. That this is one of those races where, okay, maybe it's not a playoff race, but it sort of feels like that because, you know, this could change a lot of things for a lot of people. It's short track racing and a lot can happen. Um, how do you approach from your situation at the top of the standings? How do you approach this weekend at Bristol? Well, you know, I think if you had asked me two or three weeks ago without, you know, Eric Jones in 81, and um, you know, that means somehow forgetting Kyle Busch was in the 18 and Joey Gano in the 12. I would have told you if it wasn't, wasn't me winning this race, it was either going to be Cole Custer or Chris Rebell. So I had to come into this race with the mentality. I have to win because if I don't want these other two guys, we're trying to keep from getting more playoff points. Will. So that was the mentality. Obviously now we got very talented cup, cup drivers that we're going to be racing against. So it could be one of them winning this race. Obviously we don't want that to happen. Um, but if we don't win, it could be one of those others. So, it's, it's definitely going to be a more challenging weekend for us. We have a good points cushion, and we just want to score skates points in the beginning of the race, but we don't want to compromise our chance to go on and try and capture a win late in the race. But uh, it's definitely going to be more challenging for myself, as it will be for you know Cole and Christopher and some of these other guys that have done a good job of winning here recently. But, you know, who knows? We're going to have a crazy late race restart and mix everything up. But uh, we just want to try and get some more playoff points, like I said. You've come a long way from uh, the, the the California kid who was uh, tearing it up on the dirt to uh, obviously a champion at uh, NASCAR's second highest level. Have you? Uh, do you ever get the, the the time just to sit back and realize just how far you've come and and really kind of let it sink in that you're on the verge of perhaps a full time step to cup as early maybe as next year? You know, I, I try not to let it sink in too much because I don't want to get complacent. I'm um, not there yet. You know, it's really cool to have won a championship in NASCAR's top three series. 
uh, after being so close in the truck series and letting it slip away, I was kind of hard to swallow. But, uh, you know, it, it made me that much hungrier for it. And when the, the next opportunity to go after a championship, championship came about, I did everything humanly possible that I had in, in my arsenal to, to, to get there and then go for it. So, you know, uh, still hungry. Still want to get to those, that, make that last step and get to the Cup Series. It's the hardest step to make and obviously the most challenging one uh, once you get there. So a lot still yet to happen, uh, but to keep doing what we're doing. Hopefully we can figure that all out. But obviously, as of right now, the the main focus, primary focus, is is not that, and that's to win as, win as many races as we can from here to, to Homestead and put ourselves in position to be one of the championship four and go forward to get it at Homestead another time. That's a great plan. Tyler, if you don't mind, uh, if you have a few more minutes, we got to come up. On, we're coming up on a break here. We'd like to uh, continue with you for a few minutes into our next segment. That sounds good to me. Perfect. Okay, so we're going to step aside more with Tyler Reddick. Coming up on the other side of this break, you are watching Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu. More after this. Parents, your son or daughter has had their license for a while now, but you want to make sure they're prepared for any situation they may face on the road. High school driver's ed doesn't teach them to drive defensively. They need to be prepared for any highway emergency. For less than a month's insurance, and a whole lot less, BSR instructors at Summit Point Motorsports Park in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, will teach your son or daughter how to respond instantly and positively to unexpected situations on the road. BSR's specialized accident avoidance training teaches swerve to avoid maneuvers at highway speed, ocular driving, which focuses driving attention on ways to avoid accidents, vehicle dynamics and feedback, skid control, and skid recovery, threshold braking on straights and progressive braking on curves, and off-road recovery techniques. This is stuff driver's ed simply doesn't teach so call bsr today 304-725-8444 give your kid the skill set needed to drive safely and responsibly on the highway that's 304-725-8444 you hear that that's the sound of america's only sports car that's right it's a corvette but not just any corvette it's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves a majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Featuring world-renowned brands like Schubert Helmets, Schroep Belts, Adidas Suits and Shoes, Lero Fireproof Underwear, Lifeline Fire Systems, and even Racecom Radio Kits, HMS has the right product for your type of racing and your budget. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. With locations in Mooresville, North Carolina, and Danvers, Massachusetts, the staff at HMS is always ready to take the time and help you find the right product for your specific safety needs. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Just stop in to HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a message on Facebook. Tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. Hi, this is John Andrasik of Five for Fighting, here for RAD, the entertainment industry's voice for road safety. You know, style is a personal thing, and your lifestyle is your business. 
But if you take it on the road, it becomes everybody's business. So please, plan ahead, designate before you celebrate. Friends, don't let friends drive drunk. A public service announcement brought to you by RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Chandler Smith, and you're listening to the Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. See, Chandler got some of the coolest music. You know, it's it's kind of random how we put all these things together. And sometimes I kind of look at the production staff and go, you put that song with that guy? I mean, it just seems. And but Chandler, who's one of the most laid back, chill kids, gets that kind of music. White people typically don't dance. Yes, so, exactly. I mean, especially on TV and on camera. So <laughs> welcome back the best of both to Motorsports Madness here at WSIC TV and Radio Land throughout the world. Uh, Tom Baker. Randy Miller, and uh, behind the proverbial big board is our producer. His name is James Mellick, and we've got uh, on the phone with us Tyler Reddick as we continue to talk to Tyler. We uh, we were talking to him last segment about a lot of different things, and I know, James, you got a question that you wanted to uh, ask Tyler. Yeah, I got a question I want to ask you there, Tyler. At Bristol, every driver gets to put their own twist on Something for the fans, and we were wondering here on Motorsports Madness if you want to go ahead and just break the news on what your song's going to be for your driver intros. Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but for the Xfinity guys and, and the truck guys, we don't get to pick our songs if we don't have that's that. That's right, they don't. It's only the cup guys. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, that's unfortunate. It's unfair. That's unfair. I we know. need to it's, lobby. Well, it's... It's more dr- no no no. I think it's fine. It's it's extra drive to get to the Cup Series so you can have your song. That's right. As so you can... uh, get introduced. Okay, let me ask one you, more reason. Let me ask you this question then: it, When you get to the Cup Series, because we know that's coming, and we'll be real excited for you when it happens. When you get to the Cup Series, what song will you put pick for yourself for Bristol? <laughs> well, you know, I've I've had some really cool sponsors along throughout the years. I've had. Jason Aldean sponsored me. Uh, this year recently, I had Dolly Parton last time I was at Bristol. I had Megadeth on our car at New Hampshire. So, uh, you know, I, I can't say, you know, if I have something cool in, in and around the time frame of when I make my next Bristol start, and hopefully, uh, you know, after this weekend, it'll be in the, in the Cup Series. It might depend on what crazy partnership we might come up with next. So, I really can't say, because um, it's pretty open table, but... There's a lot of good songs to choose from, for sure. And, uh, you know, if I do have something like that happen in the future, it'd probably be a good guess that it'd be one of those songs of that artist. See, Dolly Parton had this song called Here You Come Again. Now, it's kind of a country song, so it doesn't really fit the motif of racing, but just that phrase. The crowd in Bristol would go ballistic of our Dolly Parton song. You know, you you pass Chris Bell, he passes you back, and then all of a sudden you start closing. He's like, here you come again. You know, that kind of thing. As he I mean, sings the song yeah. in his head as he's driving It could by. fit, you yeah. know, it could Bell. fit. Just well, saying. Well, I figure, you know, <laughs> since Reddick is the defending champion, shouldn't he get his own music? Like, shouldn't he be the one that gets to pick his own song? Since he's yeah, the, see, I think I, I think we like, should uh, well, lobby NASCAR to. I feel like yeah. that's how that should work. Yeah. But, um, well, so, you know, I, I'd say if you, uh, if you set the poll, they give you a microphone. You could just probably trick someone into an impromptu karaoke session right quick before you get in the car, but. Would you be one of those drivers who would be willing to karaoke right before getting in the car? Uh, I couldn't do it because I only really karaoke if I've 
had a couple of twisted teeth. So, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't be doing that before I get in the car. Uh, so, just don't hang out club lawyer before. Him. <laughs> yeah, after the race, I would think it depended. It, it would depend after. how you finished. Right, exactly. You know, exactly. if you win, you yeah. kind of you're all. No, that would determine which song I sing. Yeah. <laughs> So, Tyler, we're going into the playoffs, and, and obviously, you know, you have a, a decent chance, if not one of the, the best chances, you know, this year of, of being able to get multiple more wins and be able to at least be in the, in the Final Four, if not win another championship. What would this championship mean to you compared to the one last season with Junior Motorsports? Well, for me, last year was about coming, overcoming a lot of adversity and a lot of challenges throughout the year. Uh, and, not to say we haven't faced challenges this year as we've had our own battles to overcome, but you know, for most of the year, if we don't win that race to Daytona, I think it still points our way into the playoffs. Um, but the picture is different. I can't tell you how many times those five playoff points, the six playoff points that we had going into it, came were the difference between making it to the next round and not. And you know, so we just barely two you know, tooth and clawed our way to every single round, and that's how we made it to Homestead. And, and this year for me, you know, we've, we've so far so good in the in the regular season. We've been trying to, you know, give ourselves as much of an advantage as we can. But for me this year, it's more about, you know, not just winning the championship, but, but just overall being more dominant, you know, winning, winning more races, having more top fives, having more top tens, and leading more laps. And just just overall being more competitive at every single racetrack, just running a, a more clean, complete year. You know, try and get to perfection as close as you can. Now, obviously, we go to Homestead, not win it. You know, it's it's a disappointing end of the year, but you know, the process to get there, we've definitely cleaned up to this point a lot better. And I'm, I'm I think once we get into those pressure packed races, the you know the just really, uh, I guess the mentality that I, I came across. That, that last time the tooth and claw will come back if I need it. But the idea is to not even get to that state if we don't need it. Just, you know, top five of the death, like we kind of have been so far this year and get to Homestead. Yeah, it, it really, uh, I felt like at Homestead last year, it was almost like not only did you obviously win the championship by winning the race, but you made a statement. It, it, it you. Everybody was talking about everybody else except for Tyler Reddick as a you know as the guy who's going to win the championship and and you just sort of came out and and dominated that event. What was it that day that gave you such an advantage? It was almost like it was one of those rare times when you had a race car that was as close to perfect as it could be. Our race car was definitely very good, and uh, being a rookie last year, us and Christopher Bell and. Um, tested there i think two 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 a couple years ago now two years ago or so yeah. um but me and christopher bell got to go test there in august and uh i just very plainly and very straight being very straightforward here i ran 360 some laps on the fence out of 400 wow. uh at that test in august and i just continued to work on running the fence you know just be, being more comfortable out there and it's something i'd already i was already fairly comfortable with but I just got a you know further opportunity to work on it, get better at it, and we went into that race weekend. You know, it was very, very. It was laid on the table. We all knew we had to do, and we knew how we were going to go about winning that championship. And for me, it was running the fence the entire race and making sure the car was dialed where we needed it to be for when we got to that run that we had at the end of the finish there. Whenever that run was going to take place, we had the car dialed in where I needed it to be to go out and do what we did, and and it was right. 
it came at the right time. Unfortunately, I almost let it get away from me. I let the I let Chris Bell pass me, but we were able to pass back and uh, hold off Cole Custer, who was coming on ten lap pressure tires. So it was, a, it was just an incredible night, and you know, it was just the mindset for me what, from from Daytona was just give me the homestead. That's what I told my guys, even as bad as your gun reminded them, give me the homestead. I'll take care of it from there. And it's crazy to, to say that, and I'm sure I sounded crazy saying it all year long when I was wrecking <laughs> all the races and finishing 30th. I'm like, I've, I was dead set on it. And once we kept going, it uh, we got the homestead. We just had a confidence about ourselves, and we went and got it done. Well, you've uh, carried that momentum right straight into this season with uh, RCR, and it's been great to watch you have the season that you've had. Uh, I know that there is a desire, obviously, for you to be in the Cup Series, perhaps uh, in 2020. But what can you tell us, if anything, about the prospects for that to potentially happen? Uh, well, there's it's a very large and complicated process. And, uh, you know, often even talking about it can unsettle everything. So I want it to happen. Uh, you know, I would love to stay with Richard's racing. Um, so I don't know what's going to happen as we go forth. Everyone's working really hard to make make something happen. Uh, but you know, I, I got to do what I got to do. But I'm I'm excited and, and and really hopeful and hopeful that I'll be able to stay with Richard's racing. As I told you guys earlier, the relationship I have with the team and and all the all the people around me up at the shop up there, it's just been a perfect fit from day one. So we're hoping to make it work. Um, but obviously, as everyone knows, there's a lot of pieces that shuffle around around this time of year. So who knows what really happened? Um, but, you know, it's, it's racing. It's the craziest thing can happen. Hey, Tyler, I know we have uh, Darlington coming up in a few weeks. Uh, I, to my knowledge, I have not seen your throwback scheme yet for the Xfinity race. What, do you know what you're doing for the Xfinity race yet? I know what I'm doing. I don't think I can talk about it. Oh. That I can't. That I, that we, is one thing I do know what's happening, but I can't talk about. We it. had to try. I'm excited. I'm excited for I figured I'd try. I, I know we, we only have a couple minutes left, and I know we always like to let you let the the drivers thank their sponsors and anybody they need to thank. So, uh, who who out there do you need to thank for everything in your success this well, season? Well, there's a lot of people that, that that make things happen on our race car. Uh, you know, Pinnacle Financial Partners, uh, Hurdle, uh, Twisted D, Team the Beast. Man, I could be here. I could be talking about this for a long time. Make sure I choke the hospital. Uh, Anderson's maple syrup. Goodness gracious. Uh, Alsco. I, I mean, there's there's a lot of people. And me just trying to, t- to thank everybody, I'm going to leave a couple out and they're going to get mad at me. So that was, that was my fault for even going there. But uh, just a lot of incredible people um, that we've had help, helping us throughout the year. It's just been really fun to, to run their scheme, all the, all the different people that have been involved. And, uh, you know, it takes a lot. It takes the people on the car. It takes associates. Uh, you know, ECR engines does an incredible amount for our shop, obviously pretty much on our campus, building great motors. Um, there's a lot of great people that do a lot of great things and just it's really cool to have James B back on the car again. We've been really fast normally with them and they're back on the car this weekend. So I'm hoping to go beast mode like we have in the past with, with them on our car and go out there and get it done. And, you know, it was really cool to get, like I said, KCMG, another one, uh, a win in Michigan, and you know we'll just try and keep it rolling here. 
Well, we've certainly enjoyed talking with you, Tyler. We'd love to get you into our TV studio here in Statesville one of these upcoming weeks. And we wish you all the best here this weekend at Bristol. Keep it going, man. And we'll talk again soon. Sounds great. Thank you guys very much. More with the show after this. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. Automotive technicians and auto service trainees, how would you like to work at the beach and perform for one of the best car care centers in the nation? Lewis Meineke is now looking for skilled automotive technicians to join their award-winning team. If you're a gearhead that knows his or her stuff or a young up-and-comer that has the motivation and drive to succeed, then you need to make this call today, 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center, located in beautiful Lewis, Delaware, offers a highly competitive compensation plan, great benefits, a flexible schedule, and did we mention that you're going to be working at the beach? Plus, there's a signing bonus for the right candidates. Technicians must be ASE certified and have a minimum of six years' experience. Beginners advance at your own pace in one of several entry-level positions. But whatever you do, don't wait. These jobs will go fast. Call Tim at 302-827-2054. That's 302-827-2054. Lewis Meineke Car Care Center. Rev up your career. You hear that? That's the sound of America's only sports car. That's right. It's a Corvette. But not just any Corvette. It's your Corvette. It's that who cares if there's traffic part of your day. And this can be you when you come to Cooper Corvettes. With 60 years of Corvettes to choose from, there's always a Corvette in your budget. And they'll service any Corvette you bring in. Cooper Corvettes. On Route 1 just north of Quantico and Triangle. Call, click, or visit coopercorvettes.com. HMS Motorsport is the leader in motorsport safety. HMS serves the majority of NASCAR, IndyCar, and IMSA WeatherTech teams, as well as countless SCCA and club-level racers and driving enthusiasts throughout North America. Their representatives are experts on making your track driving as safe as possible. You have family and friends who care about you, so don't settle for second when it comes to motorsport safety. Stop into HMS Motorsport, visit them on their website at hmsmotorsport.com, or send them a Facebook message and tell them the folks from Race Chaser Media sent you. How to deal with someone who says that's so gay. Outsmart them. This party is, like, so gay. Totally. Excuse me, but did you ladies know the word gay used to mean happy or excited? Then it became a word used to describe gay people. Then somehow it came to mean dumb or stupid, which is how you just used it, which is not very nice. Ew, that guy is on the football team and super smart, and he totally hates us now. Totally. When you say that's so gay, do you realize what you say? Knock it off. Learn more at thinkbeforeyouspeak.com. Hi, I'm Cody Connor, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. I could listen to blues all day long. Well, that's probably your favorite reentry, isn't it? It, it actually is right, my favorite reentry. Uh, and not, not, uh, no offense to Cody Connor, but it's really more about the song. <laughs> Welcome back to. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just kidding, Cody. Welcome back to Motorsports Madness. Uh, he didn't pick his song either. So. Yeah, he didn't get to pick his song either. I think that would be the song I would pick if I was. Uh, actually, no, it would probably be George Thorogood's Bad to the Bone, yeah. would be my, uh, my song. Uh, 
So anyway, continuing with Motorsports Madness, I'm Tom Baker. Next to me in the WSIC TV studios is Randy Miller. And in front of us behind the big board is James Melnick. And um, it's uh, James first full show solo producing. And he's I got to tell it. you, yeah, he's rocking it. We're going to we're going to kill the rookie stripe after the show if he keeps uh, this up. Well, I uh, appreciate it from you guys. Over absolutely there. doing a great job over there. Man. We, should, okay. we should stay on air when we do it so that he screams really loud. <laughs> 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 yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll definitely I'll definitely be pretty excited when we go off. Nothing mean about going off or nothing. That's right. But it's going to be a huge relief because well, doing course. this the first time. I so. totally understand. Yes. Yes, I totally understand. Okay, so we uh, one final long segment here on this show, and this is always the segment where we jump into what we call the lightning round. However, we have to delay that just a little bit because we have some more breaking news as if we haven't had enough. I was going to attempt it, but I can't even do it like Jacob. Breaking news. This is also a follow-up to the earlier news good. story. That's exactly good. how he does it. Exactly uh, we need that on video. Yeah, that Jacob, really good. By the way, Jacob Seelman, uh, that's where our the, normal co-host, he's at Bristol right now. That's where the dippling Jacob needs to come in. Every time yes. we have breaking news, he dances across the screen. Yeah. The breaking news. Yeah. And, and for those of you who are lost about dippling Jacob, we'll tell you the story mm. some other time. Oh, we have TV now. It will yeah, happen. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I will do this one more time so we can go into the story. Breaking news. Uh, Dale Jr. will not will not be in the booth uh, for NBC Sports Network this weekend. He will take the weekend off following his plane crash earlier today. Again, no serious injuries in the plane crash. Uh, Dale's plane went down um, and uh, caught fire, actually went off the runway and uh, caught fire after a landing at uh, at the airport in Bristol. And um he and his wife and daughter were on the plane along with the two pilots. Nobody seriously injured. Thank still God. Incredible. But yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. Dale's going to take the weekend off and we'll uh, be back next week. So that's unfortunate because we all love uh, hearing Dale Jr. And so especially at Br- to not have him in the booth at Bristol of right. all races. Well, yeah, for sure. Now, now that he's not in there, the Xfinity race is there the day before. Do you think... They put somebody from the Xfinity race in that booth to fill that spot, or do you think they just leave it open? I would I guess. I could be a sub just to have fun. I mean, they have the driver takeover. Why not put one in? Um, I mean, it's possible, but uh, I would kind of guess at this late date that maybe unless they can come up with somebody that they know could kind of slide in and just do it well, um, I would think maybe they just leave the booth as is. They've they've got a full booth as it is, uh-huh. um, you know, and so I would guess that they probably just uh, – fill it out with uh, the guys, the normal guys. What do you guys think about the the way that they've been doing it with the radio, the radio-style broadcast in the last couple of weeks with the road courses? See, I love that. Being I think it's a, cool. Being a radio guy at heart, and that's a I, that's a bucket list of mine is to actually, because I've done live racing on the radio. I've called live short track races, and we actually used to do it that way just in the booth when we called the short mm-hmm. track races. We'd pass the call around between the two or three of us that was, um, that, that you know, however many of us were in there. Um, I would love to uh, be able to experience that one time, um, you know, in some sort of way. That's a bucket list of mine. I love it. I think it makes makes the event feel that much more exciting mm-hmm. when the guys are spread out around the track. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It, it makes it, it – it's a different kind of mentality whenever you yeah. do it too because when you – I know a lot of people who like to 
like watch the broadcast on TV, but then listen to the radio portion of yes. it instead. Yep. And to be able to, to do it and actually watch it with the radio style broadcasting makes it so much more easier. Yeah, I agree I with you. I'm definitely a radio guy, but the TV is the fun way to watch it. Radio, they just, it takes so much skill to be able to paint that picture for you, and they sound so That's excited. Why I like it's it, so, in, it's mm-hmm. just, they sound like they love what they're yes. doing. The guys on TV sound like, and kind of we're just going through the motions because the picture's painted for them. Well, right. you, you and I see love the, on the love TV the broadcast, a lot of times the TV guys are watching a monitor like you would be watching it at home. So they're not yep. even ha- watching the race half the time because they're watching the scoreboard and they're watching the, the TV feed to see what they're actually right. seeing from us so they can paint the perspective that we're watching it from TV. So Yeah. That's yeah, that's in and I love I love listening to races on the radio and I love calling races on the radio for the exact reason that you just described, uh, James, because it, it you have to really get you have to tell them what's going on, but you have to show them yeah. what's going on. And TV makes it too easy because everybody can obviously see it. So you don't have to work as hard or be as creative, I don't think. And that's, uh, I mean, there's another side to that. If you don't have to work so hard to throw in the adjectives, then you can just, you know, be a fan and kind of do what Junior does and Jeff does. And, and you know, I think they're calling it like fans do, yeah. you know. So for me, that's, uh, you know, that's been a cool deal the last couple of weeks, the way they've done that. And uh, for those of you who are um, wa- uh, watching or listening to our show, they've just started the truck race. Engines fired uh for the first playoff truck series race of the year which gives us the perfect segue to actually talk about um the elite the elite eight, eight in the uh gander outdoors truck series gots um in gots uh, yeah in gots uh for this season and Brett Moffitt at the top now i guess we could just we've got about uh, 6 minutes or so We'll just kind of go through the uh, the top eight, and then we can kind of talk about who we think emerges as they go. Brett Moffitt currently in the first playoff spot. Uh, Grant Emfinger second. Stuart Friesen third. Austin Hill fourth. Ross Chastain fifth. Matt Crafted sixth. Johnny Sauter seventh. And Tyler Ankrum, the now official 2019 NGOTS Rookie of the Year in the uh, truck series is the final playoff um, driver. And out of that group, Randy, who emerges for you or maybe a couple of drivers as drivers we should watch this particular weekend tonight at Bristol? Tyler Ankrum, because I know Ankrum has plenty of experience running the Bristol racetrack. He does. And he knows what he needs to do, and he knows that getting— You know what? Tyler's been on our show— Plenty of times. Yeah. He's a really good friend of the shows and a good friend of all of ours. He's a guy that I just want to see him win so that he doesn't have to worry about it for the next week or two. You know what I mean? Like, you want to get the you want to be the first driver to win in the playoffs so that you can you can relax for the next two weeks knowing that you're comfortably in the next round. Is it interesting to you that the only two playoff drivers without a win are Grant Emfinger and Matt Crafton? Uh, you know, Matt Crafton, not really, because Matt hasn't been that great for the last couple of years. But it almost surprises me that Grant hasn't won a race because I know Grant's competitive and he's shown flashes of brilliance. He could have won, you know, three or four races this year, but unfortunate circumstances, crashes, mechanical failures, bad pit stops, you name it, and it's happened to him. And you know, it's unfortunate that he did win the regular season championship, but we've talked. Time and time again on the show, if you're not going to win, if you're not going to win, 
you're not going to win the championship. Well, Sorry. that's the thing. I mean, so I, I think when I look at that, it's astonishing to me that two of the veteran drivers are the only two without a win. Um, this is an interesting playoff race because you've got the young guys. You've got Moffat. You got Friesen. You got Hill. You got Ankrum. Um, I, I guess we can throw in Chastain because he's still kind of mid twenties. But you know, then you've you've got Enfinger, Sauter, and Crafton, the three veterans. But the young drivers have been the ones getting most of the limelight so Ross far. Ross Chastain. Yeah, well, <laughs> and Ross has got the most and out of And by the way, group. Ross has a sponsor for the entire playoffs, so they don't have to worry about finding sponsorship for the rest of the season. Yeah, so. and, and that's a big deal. It is. That's it is a, a very deal. big deal for that team. Now they know they can just go out and run for wins. They don't have to worry about anything else. Uh, I actually see Chastain and Ankrum as both being very dangerous. Yes. It's starting tonight at Bristol, but continuing, uh, you know, that's it right through the first round. I Tyler Ankrum is a rare breed. I've been watching Tyler since he first came over here from California. And, you know, he moved up to the late models and won a couple big races right off the bat in his first year. Tyler's a very quick learner and he's very intelligent. Mm -hmm. And that's what you need to be. And that, that DGR Crosley team, they've got nothing to lose. They're not supposed to win the championship. Nobody's really, I don't think, thinking about them at least as seriously as you're thinking about the Moffats and Chastain's and whoever else. That makes them dangerous. And, of course, we don't need to explain why Chastain's dangerous. He just keeps winning and winning Because he's Ross Chastain. Yeah. But with Tyler Ankrum, and you make an interesting point, a guy like Tyler Ankrum can pretty much fly under the radar the entire yes. playoffs and not be, not be detected. Because you don't look at Tyler Ankrum as a guy who's going to go out there and win multiple races. And he's the guy that everybody's like, well, he shouldn't have even made the playoffs. I mean, he was on the verge of not making it even right. after winning a race. Right. Because of the uncertainty of, well, if Enfinger doesn't win, he automatically gets a bid, which he did. But, I mean, him and uh, Enfinger and Crafton are the only two that hasn't won a race yet, and, and I don't If I just you're don't see asking him. me what does Tyler have to do better to win the championship that he hasn't done in the regular season, stage wins. He mm -hmm. goes into the playoffs, zero. Not and keep a in single mind, stage win. He actually hasn't ran all the races either. No, but again, when we get to the playoffs, Different things matter. Right. And oh, yeah, stage wins, you need every point you can get. Mm -hmm. So Tyler's, that team's got to have him up front, and Tyler's got to win some stages and be up front at the end of the stages in order to contend for the championship. And that's where I think M. Finger and some of these other guys who have three or four stage wins are going to have a big advantage um, if Tyler can't start winning some to catch up. So but I think if Tyler leaves Bristol and he's not at the bottom, then that's a win for that, that team. That is a win, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, he he definitely if he if he can go out and and even if he can pull off like a top five finish mm -hmm. at Bristol, that would be incredible. Yeah. I mean, that would be a surge of energy for yeah. that team. Um, but then, like I've always said, there's nothing more dangerous than a team with nothing to lose, and this team wasn't supposed to be where they are. So, out of all the teams there, I think Ankrum and, and Chastain, because. Nobody really probably thought when the season started that either of them would be in the playoffs. I'm sure they didn't think that of Ankrum. Those two come in with still something to prove and a little bit of a chip to say, hey, we earned this and we can go run for a championship. And I think Tyler also comes in with the idea that he doesn't know where he's going to be next year. Right, exactly. So Tyler is auditioning 
for a good seat in 2020 because nothing is determined right now about Tyler Ankrum's future, at least not publicly. Right. Um, and I don't think I don't think there is anything. So he comes in with probably the most to gain and the least to lose because if he mm-hmm. if he bombs out in the first round, well, that's kind of what okay is a rookie. Everybody sort of thinks that's what he's going to do. If he makes it out of the first round, look out yeah. because that team will just get hotter and hotter as they go. It's going to be an interesting this race is obviously we're not going to determine the championship out of this race. But I think being Bristol and being a short track, this race makes it wide open for every one of these eight drivers. And of course, don't forget, there's a bunch of guys below them who didn't make the playoffs like Ben Rhodes and Harrison Burton and Sheldon Creed. Sheldon's done everything but win. Sheldon wants to win badly. Todd Gilliland needs to win. Um, Him and Harrison both need to win. Yeah, they both need to. I mean, these are guys who, again, they're auditioning in some cases. They don't know where they're going to be next year. So there's a lot on the line for the rest of this truck series season. So while we're focusing on the playoff guys, we can't just focus on the playoff guys. Some of these other guys behind them are going to be tough as well. We'll come back and wrap things up on Motorsports Madness, presented by mycomputercareer.edu, right after this. Here's an important message from Rad and this station. Hi, this is Bob Sheehan from Blues Traveler for Rad, recording artists against drunk driving. I like to party just as much as the next guy, maybe even more. But the one thing I won't do after I've had a few is get in the car and drive. Don't blow it. Always choose a designated driver. Remember, music lives and so should you. Motorsports sales professionals. Performance Motorsports is looking to build a team of experienced media sales professionals to represent our programming to the industry's top companies, magazines, and racing series. If you have motorsports sales or marketing experience, know how to work with agencies, understand social media, and are incredibly creative when it comes to working with clients and promotions, then we want to hear from you. Top performers are richly rewarded. Your imagination is the only limit here. Call 717-749-0444. That's 717-749-0444. Or email us at scorpionradiogroup at gmail.com. You want to ask for Sue. You are a waste. A loser. Everyone hates you. Why don't you just stay in your car and keep driving? I'm serious. Drive until you run out of gas and get out of your car and walk until you find someone who doesn't think you're dumber than bricks. Could take a while, but at least all that walking might burn a couple of calories. You may not witness bullying like this every day. Your kids do. They want to help, but they don't know how. Visit StopBullying.gov to learn safe, simple ways your child can help stop bullying. Be more than a bystander at StopBullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. You own a performance car and you know how to drive, but you want to learn real performance driving. Well, Bunky, get that car off the street and onto the track. Summit Point Motorsports Park, the Mid-Atlantic's premier road racing facility, located just over an hour from D.C. in nearby Summit Point, West Virginia, is the place to go. And you'll find that Friday at the track is going to give you what you need. For less than a monthly car payment, you can attend this regularly scheduled one-day instructional event. 
in your streetcar on one of Summit Point's three world-class road racing circuits. You'll receive classroom instruction, skid pad instruction in their cars, including front and rear skid control, and four 20-minute in-your-car instructional sessions from a professional instructor. Have fun, go fast, and really learn how to drive. Call 304-725-8444 for class schedules and details. That's 304-725-8444. Friday at the track at Summit Point Motorsports Park. The Performance Motorsports Network is a compilation of shows about motorsports. From technical to controversial to just fun, everything you like about racing and gearhead stuff is right here on one internet channel. The Performance Motorsports Network. Tell your friends about it. Hi, I'm Jesse Love, and you're listening to Race Chaser Radio. Now back to the show. Race Chaser Radio now live on WSIC TV in Statesville, North Carolina. Actually, in Charlotte, North Carolina, our studio in Statesville, but uh, the TV station in Charlotte, North Carolina. So uh, live on TV now, our shows are, and this is the first one, and we are thankful for that. Quick update for Bristol. Four laps into the truck race, and uh, the field kind of stacked up. Um, and Sheldon Krieg got into the back of the 97 of Jesse Little when I think Jesse checked up, and uh, Jesse spun into the fence, and Gus Dean also involved Little with damage on the 97 car. Uh, it appeared that Creed was able to keep going, but uh, we couldn't quite tell exactly what was going on. But early trouble in the uh, truck series as they start their playoff stretch. Okay, we got about a minute left. Real quick, guys. Randy first. Give me a pick for Bristol Cup. Kyle Busch. Oh, you're going way out on a limb for that Sorry. one. Okay, can, right. are you going to do better than All that, right. James, or are you sticking with Kyle? You know, I think the guy in that 95 car has got something to prove. He got told he's not going to be in the ride, and that's one of his better tracks. I'm going with DiBenedetto, that 95. Matt DiBenedetto, you know what? We're all going to cry. Happy We're all going to cry if he wins, and, and just because I would love to see that scenario, I'm going to agree with James and say Matt DiBenedetto. Uh, by the way, new leader in the truck race, Ross Chastain. No big Shocker. surprise on that one. So uh, I guess you'll know how it ends uh, before our next show here. But uh, that'll do it. We want to thank everyone at WSIC-TV for having us here. We look forward to a great relationship with them going forward. All of our sponsors, mycomputercareer.edu, Strutmasters, and, of course, hmsmotorsports.com. Motorsports Madness ends right now. See you next week. You've been listening to Motorsports Madness powered by MyComputerCareer.edu. Training for a better life. You can be an IT professional in as little as four months. Visit MyComputerCareer.edu and take the free career evaluation test today. Motorsports Madness, a race chaser media production. For more exciting and passionate motorsports content, follow Race Chaser Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube and visit RaceChaserMedia.com. The opinions expressed by our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, affiliates, or marketing partners of Race Chaser Media. No part of this show may be reproduced in any manner without the expressed written consent of Race Chaser Media. Thank you for listening.